The reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. Dr. C. Victor Herbin III, and I'm taking it to the house. And I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover, and I'm taking it to the house. Man, bruh, it's been a couple of weeks, so let's hit it. Let's hit it. Run it. Keep up with us, fans. Keep up with us. Vic, let's start off in the NFL, brother. I don't know if it moves the needle for you, if it matters at all, but Aaron Rodgers, finally, they inked the trade between the Packers and the New York Jets. Does it matter to you? Are you are you just done with it, or how how, how does that impact you? The impact is a great storyline, but the question is: Is this the Aaron Rodgers of three years ago, the MVP, or is this the Aaron Rodgers we saw last couple of years struggling with a team trying to get to the playoffs? Hey, the Jets will say they're only a quarterback away. Okay, you are a quarterback away, but what kind of quarterback? You're not getting Tom Brady. Now, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is, is you know, out the pasture type thing, but does do they understand? And does he understand the impact of this move? Mm-hmm. I love the seismic shift, but when I say the impact of this move, you're not going to the NFC North where you own for the last 15, 20 years of your career. You got some big dogs over here in the AFC East, and they're ready to eat, and they will eat you alive. I'm talking about Buffalo, who says this is still their division. Miami, which was a couple to a concussions from makes from having a very very successful season and you can never count out bill belichick the master defensive mind that he is so i'm very interested once aaron Rodgers puts on the mean green machine uniform what, what what's gonna happen it would be a great storyline and the other thing dealing with the new york media is he ready for that now, he's always been a very measured, calculated, mild-tempered person, but is he ready for that level of scrutiny, that level of expectation at this stage of his career? Brett Favre went out there. He was handling business until he had some injuries. Then he didn't last long over there. So it will be quite interesting. Uh, again, you're going to an AFC that is quite loaded. So if he was having challenges getting to the playoffs in the NFC, it's going to be a very difficult road in the AFC, in particular AFC East. Love it. Very astute with your take. And I can't even argue with anything that you mentioned. I just want to highlight some of the things that you did mention. Expectations. There is no expectation greater than the New York media expectations. I, their fans are crazy today. They, are, they were crazy when he announced it about 40 days ago, you know, when they, he first announced it. And so automatically, they're ready to close down Broadway. They're ready to close down and have a parade. And he hasn't even suited up yet. 
So expectations are sky high. You talk about the New York media. They are some carnivorous kind of media guys out there, and Aaron Rodgers will not be able to blow them off. He might be calculated. He might be uh, measured in, in his tone and how he responds, but they're not having it. New York is just a different animal altogether, and it's not for everybody. I hope New York, the fandom and the media and all those concerned understand you're right. He is not the Aaron Rodgers of three years ago. Matter of fact, he doesn't have to be. Because you still have a, they're young, but they're ready-made. And all they need is a leader. They need somebody to kind of just show them the steps who doesn't turn the ball over, but he doesn't have to play at an all-star level because of the talent that they have at the skilled positions to, and their defense. So I, I'm reminded of your, your, your boy um, that went to the Denver Broncos, you know, late in his career. Can't think of his name to say my... Peyton Manning. There Peyton we go. Manning. Peyton Manning. What he had to do was just hand the ball off, hand the ball off and make a couple calculated passes, skilled passes, tight windows, anticipated passes and tight windows. That's the Aaron Rodgers that I anticipate. And if he's at that level, I believe New York can make some noise because he doesn't have to do it all. In Green Bay, seemingly he had to do it all. And I also believe because of expectations, the cream usually does rise to the top and he has the talent and the mental capacity to meet expectations, at least try to meet expectations, because I think he will have to elevate his game and he's capable of doing that, even if it is for short spurts like Peyton Manning did in Denver. So uh, Super Bowl, no, I can't I can't predict that, but I do expect a better team out of the New York Jets. And we're already assuming Health is, is, is part of the requirement. I think he will do well. But, hey, the Jets might not even be the best team in New York. <laughs> you talked about the Bills already, but the Giants are not that bad. They're really not that bad. So they got to compete even in their own city, let alone in the Eastern uh, Division. So it's interesting. Does it move the needle for me? Is it a seismic shift? No, it's not. It's just a great storyline for a, a team and a fan base who's hungry, very thirsty, and they want something to hold on to. That's a great point. It's amazing that their most famous quarterback is someone from the 1960s that had one guarantee that they'd win. You're telling me over the last 60 years they haven't had another franchise-level quarterback. That's sad. That's sad. And you talk about thirsty, sad and thirsty. So – it, and, and I do like the point you made. They don't necessarily need Aaron Rodgers to be the MVP player, similar to what you're talking about with Peyton Manning. They hired him for his football IQ and his ability to think outside the box, think a couple plays further, and the wisdom that he has on managing a team. Not being a game manager, but the wisdom. Right. And when they had their challenges with their young quarterbacks this last season, um, What's the difference if you had a quarterback that knew how to get out of those situational football? And then if we even looked right, at their right. stats and how many games they lost by how many points, how many of those games were lost based off of bad decision-making that a trusted right. quarterback, uh, a wise, sage, wisdom quarterback could have done. I, I just, I, I guess right. my thing is, is this a Bill Montana to Kansas City uh, type uh Aaron Rodgers move, or is this 
like you said, a Peyton Manning from the Colts to the Denver Broncos. You know, you've seen a lot of those quarterbacks sort of tell in their career, they end up wearing the wrong uniform, a shadow of themselves. I don't think Aaron's at the shadow of himself stage, but we never know. And so that's something that, you know, I'd be interested. But from an offseason standpoint, it's not like he was traded five years ago or 10 years ago. You know, I'm interested to watch how this how it unfolds. The question is, are they now one of the top eight teams in AFC? Meaning, are they now a playoff team? Now, that's 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 when things will get interesting. Did they just make the playoffs with this move, assuming health is not going to be an issue? We look at what's happening right. in AFC West, AFC North. We know at least two to three teams coming out of AFC North. We're talking about the Ravens, the Bengals, and the uh, Steelers. We, we, you know, we count those three. And then you're talking about, you know, your AFC uh, uh, East, definitely the Bills. And you may assume the Miami Dolphins. That's five right there. So you got Kansas City. That's six. So who's the next two people? You know, are the Chargers going to be there? That's seven. And then you got to have someone, Tennessee Titans or uh, or Jacksonville. That's eight. So mm-hmm. are you now one of the top eight teams in the, in the AFC conference? Good, good point. Uh, a very good point. And you said game manager, uh, and you, and then you recanted that. And I, I agree. He just needs to be a little bit greater than a game manager. How important is the signal caller? How important is the quarterback? We're talking about changing plays at the line of scrimmage based on uh, matchups. You got to be able to do that. Change, change the blocking scheme at the line of scrimmage. That's important. So they haven't had anybody there to be able to do that, you know, of, other than the elementary rookie quarterback. And you can't do that. This is too high level of a game. So he's smart. He's intelligent. You talk about IQ. He has all of those things. But here's what bothers me about everything uh, with this Aaron Rodgers scenario. How many years has he got left? How many years does he have left? Or you can look at how many does he really want to play. So a lot of people are going out and buying these Aaron Rodgers jerseys and they're getting their hopes up for how long? Is it worth the one year and you don't get the championship or is it worth the one year you get the championship and then he's gone? I think they would be so glad, happy, and, 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 and ecstatic if they win the championship, at least make it to the playoffs. But we don't know, and I don't know what he's committed to because of his past uh, transgressions with the green with, with the Packers. He was never committed to them. How are we to believe that he's going to be committed to uh, the Jets and for how long? So um, those are the, some of the questions that will be answered in a year or two years, depending on how long he's able to last. He he hasn't really been injured. Yes, he has, but not you know where he has lost his skills because he's been hit so much. He can still run. He can still pull it down and run and, 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 and scramble. He's good in the pocket. I think they got a nice trade. Speaking of the Jets, I think they got a nice asset, but we just don't know how long. Another question that's just, to me, that needs to be asked. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. You know, but again, that's that football stuff. That season ended a couple months ago, but that's, as we always <laughs> stated, football is team. It's an all-year thing, but what's hot right now are these NBA playoffs, and you, my man, are are that guy. Are that guy. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> you are that guy. That's why Austin Reed says I'm him. 
Look, we don't need to have proper <laughs> grammar. You know, you are that guy. You are Mr. NBA. What'd you say, bruh? What'd you say? Are you Mr. NBA? Fantastic. It is fantastic, man. It's win or go home time. It's that time of the year. It's everybody. If if you're not a fan of this, wow. We we started out, you know, it was kind of roughy. We had to play in. We we won the play in. We beat Minnesota. Okay, cool. We took care of that business. And so we earned, if you want to call it that, earned. We are the Lakers. Let it be clear. We are Laker fans here. If you if you don't like it, my partner said long time ago. If you don't like it, change the channel, find another station to listen to. We are going to talk about the Lakers here for a minute. If you love what we're talking about, sit down, chime in, join us. So the Lakers earned the seventh spot. That is not a traditional seventh spot. The Lakers themselves. I'm not. I'm talking about going up against the Memphis Grizzlies, who are the number two, who earned over the year. To be the number two, and here's what you win: you get a chance to play against the Lakers. Okay, this is not traditional. Usually, the number two will be mopping up the number seven right about now. We'll be talking about you know one, two, three, Cancun, four game sweep, maybe five games, and 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 seven is not supposed to be up on the number two. But this is not your typical Lakers. Since the All-Star break, the best record in the NBA. Let's start there. Since the All-Star break, what happened? Well, we changed a whole host of people. We got rid of Russell Westbrook and came in with Beasley and, and, and uh, uh, Reeves stepped his game up. We got D'Lo. Uh, and so that's just the name of a few changes. Archimura came over. Just a few of the changes that Rob Lincoln, you asked me, who's the MVP? And I said, Rob Lincoln is the MVP. But that doesn't show up on the court because you still have to play the game. So you got to give him some props in allowing Archie Moore to play through some mistakes because, you know, he came in, he started, then he went to the bench, relegated to the bench. Beasley came in, started. Nah, you're not producing. You're coming off the bench. What was going on this whole time? D'Lo comes in, he starts. Puts your boy uh, uh, Schroeder to the bench. Schroeder doesn't complain. He says, whatever I do, whatever we need, I'm here for it. So D'Lo starts, but he struggles. But he stays in the starting position. The difference was Reeves. Reeves. May I say it again? Reeves. About 18 points a game. And now Archie Moore in the playoffs is 18, 20 points a game. So this is not your traditional Lakers I was talking about. Since the All-Star break, these guys have gotten better and one of the best teams in the NBA since the All-Star break. So all that to say, I am very optimistic and very hopeful. You see what I see, the inconsistencies, and it eats you and I alive. Yes, I get it. But... Let's take last night's game as a, as, a, as a case study. You go down early. You go up a little. Then you go down again. And then you have to make some significant plays to go to overtime and then win it in overtime. That was our season in one game. You show dominance. You show vulnerability. You show also 
stars, LeBron, AD fails to show up until the end of the game, but Reeves is coming with, with a little consistency. And then uh, uh, Archimura comes in, he, he makes his shots. D'Lo was terrible. And then when we needed him, last night's game was a microcosm of our whole season. And so our Laker fans and our Laker fandom, we're spoiled, 17 championships, and we want everything done right in a, a special way. We want to, everybody to have that Kobe mentality, step on the neck, kill him, take him out. Well, that's disrespectful to any team that we play against. It's just downright disrespectful because they don't want to be embarrassed. Come on now. So they're going to come and they're going to play. So last night's game, getting back to it, you can win ugly. So being a Laker fan and spoiled, we used to win with Showtime Lakers. We used to run and we used to alley-oop and we used to kill them on the fast break. And then we came to the, to the 2000s and it was Shaq down low, pound, 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 Kobe slashing. We're not them. So spoiled Laker fan, me included, appreciate the hard tough grinded out game because that's what we are that's who we are lebron is your star he should not be ad should be the number one guy he isn't and it's not part of his personality but yet we can count on reeves coming in and giving us what he got schroeder coming off the bench with intensity timely knockdown shots but stellar defense on java rant and then ad does show up it's like somebody has to sit him on the bench and plug him in. Maybe he, is, he needs to hit the floor about five times before he wakes up. I don't know. But to have his skill on our team when we have a leader like LeBron, we don't need – we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. We don't need the physical LeBron. We need the intelligent LeBron to put people in the places and be timely. Last night, timely. To send it in overtime on that layup. Timely. To hit – you're, you're the open guy, timely, to put everybody in position. That's LeBron, the quarterback, the coach on the floor. So before I keep going, brother, I'm, I can keep going on and on and on till the break of dawn because I got it like that. But I certainly want you to chime in because you're the spoiled Laker fan. Like, I'm the spoiled Laker fan, and we want it a certain way. And Mama's going to say, sit down, boy, and eat this. Eat it. Take it as it is. And if you ain't... If you don't like it, you're on the bed hungry. That's what mama would say. Well, we're not hungry today, bro. We're not hungry. We are being fed. You may not like what you see. You may not like what you eat, but you're still getting fed. Shut up. <laughs> you like your fan? Shut up. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yes, I'm spoiled. I, I am definitely spoiled. <laughs> I have to eat the food that's been prepared. And 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 I, I I have been used to watching it prepared a certain way and taste a certain way. And so when we're up by 15 points okay. and you're going up against the two seed, what I don't like is that we start playing down the competition. No need. Step yeah. on this young team's yeah. neck and, and just choke them out. 
So yeah. maybe the question is, what's our identity? We've gone through so many different coaches over the last three years, different rosters. Yeah, we've already went to two different rosters in this year. So maybe we don't even have our identity yet to say, okay, LeBron needs to continue putting that his DNA on the team to know we don't play with people in the playoffs. And that, so he's shown by his examples how we we have to hit the switch. He is not the same player he was two months ago. We've seen him going to, to the rim, which I've always wanted him to do more. I don't want him settling for the threes all the time. I want him to attack and draw the, the plus ones. But may, perhaps that's what he's doing is showing the team we need to do this. So then we do know how to really step on their necks. I don't want the end of his so, career to end like the beginning of his career. Where so so you know, he had let me let me interrupt in the- you right there. I'm gonna interrupt you right there. We do have an identity, we're just not consistent with it. Our identity is winning by putting them in foul trouble and going to the free throw line, and then we wear them out in the fourth quarter. That has been Darvin Ham's identity with this Lakers squad as we currently construct it. That's it. So what happens when you and I are really frustrated? When they stop going to the hole, Austin Reeves is not getting that that call, and we're getting we're, and AD is not being aggressive, so he's not getting fouled. LeBron stops going to the hole; he's not getting fouled. When we're not getting to the line, we have lost our identity. Our that is our identity is to get the other team in foul trouble. So the 2000 Lakers did the same thing with Shaq. Dump it in the chat, get them in foul trouble, and then we can slash and get to the foul line. That, that was our identity. But it was inside out. AD has a preponderance to want to, to wanna float, not engage, not get beat up. We need him to get beat up. And I imagine, bro, it's hard. But that is our identity. I just wanted to address that with you. That is it. Please. Well, well then they need to step on next. That's what I want them to do. Yes. Whether it's inside out. 15 points. We we was almost up the other night. Game three. We had a 20 point lead and then made that more into something. That's that part. That's the part of identity. This killer instinct. Killer instinct. You know, and, and I don't know where we get that from. And LeBron's showing how to finish off games. I don't want that's the part where even for this next series, assuming we pass the series, hey, we're going against, you know, Golden State or the Kings. Uh, we need to be able to finish the games. But yeah. Overall, I'm upset about AD. Who do we have? The great thing and the bad thing about playing for the Los Angeles Lakers or the Boston Celtics, probably the New York Knicks, but definitely talk about the two friend of flagship franchises, Los Angeles Lakers and the Boston Celtics. You can make or break your career. You can make or break a Hall of Fame career. The the hype that AD had with he's with the Pelicans and this the brow and all this, that's great when you're in that small market. This goes back to what we're talking about, about Aaron Rodgers. It, it was great to talk about what LeBron could do in these small markets of Cleveland, right? Okay, Miami. Okay, good. You legitimize yourself. Now you're out here in L.A. We, the Los Angeles Lakers, have made some tremendous big men, tremendously famous and tremendously rich. If 80 wants his name and his banner uh, and his jersey up there on that banner and a statue in front of Staples Center, He's got to do more than this, bro, because this is the season for the Lakers, the postseason. That's why people like the Grizzlies, the Denver Nuggets, they don't know how to act now. This is where we belong. This is why the Celtics <laughs> belong. 
Because this is what this is where we look. This is where us dogs eat. This is where these dogs eat. So <laughs> you want to play, and you want to against the Kareem's, the Kills, the Mikans, the Chamberlains. All this, come on, bro. You can't disappear. Yeah. <laughs> this this was this was supposed to be the most not easiest, but one of the best uh, uh, tandems or duos that LeBron could have. He, he, you know, he didn't have that. When he finally got Shaquille, it was an old Shaquille, right? So for him to have a young, up-and-coming AD who should be able to lead and say, well, this is my torch. You are passing me the keys to this kingdom where uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Shaquille O'Neal could be courtside and say, hey, AD, come here, young man. This is your squad, bro. We tried it with D12. Dwight Howard wasn't ready for it. Andrew Bynum wasn't ready for it. So if we're looking for the next heir apparent big man, which we make big men, I'm upset about AD. You're not showing up, man. We could have lost that game last night because of him. We <laughs> lost game two because of him. You're telling me 10 points. I understand we talk about energy, energy, energy. Got it. 10 points, man. I love your defensive side. But if we have you in the hole, you up there missing shots. Come on, man. You, you, you I'm glad you're not Mr. Glass so far. He is not. Uh, gotten hurt, even though he's showing he's bleeding, he's falling, he's cramping, stingers in the arm. Got it. But when you put inside that that lineup, you need to produce. And that's the part that right now <coughs> that concerns me that our level of success is almost directly tied to him. LeBron could do what he did last night, 2020. Yeah. That's not sustainable. <coughs> and I'm glad reason right. stepping up, Hachi stepping up. But when D'Lo and Davis disappear, I could say if our top three, of our big three now becomes a LeBron, Hachi, and a uh, 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 Reeves, and so be it. But come on, AD need to produce. We need those twenties and tens, yeah. twenties and fifteens come from him. I think AD. Nobody's figured out his personality. Nobody figured out what's what's his motor. What what gets him going? Nobody's figured it out. And then he's tantalizing. He shows you what's that the week or two weeks before the play-in. You know what he can do as far as leadership, and you know be be the man, all NBA. Kind of guy, so you know he's he was nominated as one of the seventy fifth greatest ball players of all time. He's in that seventy five group, and I didn't agree with it. He is one of the top seventy five of all time, AD. And 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 I, I want to say, okay, uh, I'm going to give him a pass because he's a Laker now. But I can't give him a pass when he shows like this. He has all the tools. He has. The talent, but he doesn't have that that uh, that goal, and so that's what's that's what's frustrating. And I can hear you. I, I know, and he's done it for me. But I'm going to defend him because he's my guy. He's 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 on my team. We're going to win or lose, and it's going to be on AD's shoulders. And because of his uh, lack of production and consistent production. We have concern. We have reason to be concerned because he doesn't bring it every night. And you're absolutely right. So I, I, I don't mind if he doesn't score as long as he does the other things. He got a rebound. He had 12 boards yesterday. I think like 12 points also. I think he did like a 12-12. But be a presence in there. And he is fragile. He's got the hip pointer. He's getting dinged up. But our success really does depend on AD. So you want him. We do want him to 
elevate his game at, at a more consistent level. Give me 20 plus points. Give me five block shots. Give me 12 boards nightly. Okay, go to the line. Get them in foul trouble. So what AD is doing right now because of Jaron Jackson, Jaron Jackson is long and more athletic than AD is. He's frustrating AD. AD, note that these young cats, they want to jump out of the gym. Give them a little, all you got to do is raise your eyebrows like this. They will jump out the gym to try to block your shot. All you got to do is <laughs> just, just a little bit, AD. He's going up. But uh, in game two, what you talked about, after we won game one and game two, we lost in Memphis. They were um, by committee. Every time he touched the ball, they had three, four players around AD. He did not adjust, kicked the ball out. That's all he needed to do. He was forcing it. And so he was getting blocked. He was getting frustrated and he was getting more upset at himself. He wasn't thinking. And we're talking about being cerebral and having a high IQ. Bruh, if you're double team, quadruple team, yeah, somebody is open and trust your teammates. You don't have to do it alone. But if you are one-on-one, -on -one, put a move on them. Kobe said, have a move and then have a counter move. Be ready. Oh, my goodness. So we're not going to let AD frustrate us. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that today. Because right now we're 3-1 against the Grizzlies. We're going to the grindhouse. We're going to Memphis tomorrow. Bruh, the question is, do we finish him in Memphis? Do we finish him tomorrow? LeBron says yes. LeBron, okay. I, I, and LeBron, I trust at this point that, you know what? Uh, we don't want to go back home to do this. We don't want them getting any morale. I want Dylan Brooks to shut up. I want him to be quiet. We need to humble this team. And it's a, not that long of a drive for them to get from the stadium to their homes to think about their season. That's what I want to show <laughs> up. I want AD to do his 25 plus. I want us to this blitzkrieg day behind like we did the other night and let them remember this, this look, you want to play like a puppy piss on the porch. Because this is not what we're talking about here. This is real things <laughs> right here. Let them watch how it goes. So I, I, I expect us to do this. And then it'd be great just for him to have his first year, rookie year, so much as a coach uh, that he's gone through in his first season. All the different personalities uh, for him to at least win that first playoff series uh, for some time yeah. for the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But we need to go to the East real quick, man. The best team in the NBA. We're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. They're down. They're on the precipice of losing the first round matchup against a number eight seed. Again, we're talking about seven and eight are not your typical seven and eight. Miami in the East are up 3-1 against the Bucks. Give me your take. I know you've been checking it out. And then Jimmy Buckets, 56 points last night. What? 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 Break it down for me, brother. Break it down. I, I, I'm enjoying it. Again, I'm enjoying it. What's up, what's down. Uh, it, I wonder, does load management create additional challenges come postseason? Because these players have not been used to using these legs. These players are not as healthy as they probably could be because they're not as mm. conditioned. I don't know. I don't know if it's in correlation. Mm. But it's very unfortunate when you had the stars that don't play it much during the offseason. They get injured in the postseason, and now their minutes are decreased a la Kawhi Leonard. But what kind of difference of a series is it if Giannis has not missed those two games? 
Now you miss hmm. those two games. Buckets is in it. And let's not forget, Miami, they were they played us three years ago. So it's not like they just was wiped off the face of the, of the earth. Jimmy Buckets is that hmm. guy. So it's great basketball to watch. It's very interesting. I was watching a report earlier today. They talked about hey, this offseason for Bucks can be very um, – very uncertain because many players' options and the years their contracts are up. And so to even start having that discussion so early on when you were the number one overall seed that is now on the brink of elimination, that is scary. I, 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 I'm putting my name out there and I need to put my money on it too. I'm actually going to call the upset that Miami is going to win this series. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You don't see the Bucks coming back. Going seven games. You don't about see that. You see. You tell me they're going to win three, yeah. games, three games in a row? They're going to win three games in a row? I mean, if, if, they're, if they're that team, they have to do it. We're talking about three okay. to one. It's not often that teams three and one come come back. So the, the, the intensity of the series is definitely going to increase. But because the odds – and the percentage in history shows you down 3-1, you are very unlikely to come back. I'm putting my money on Miami. I think Jimmy Buckets showed something the other night. Uh, they have made mm-hmm. Eric Spolstra is that dude. And the interesting thing, yeah. until Giannis and the Bucks won last year, you and I were killing the Bucks. We were killing we know their <laughs> coach was on a hot seat last year. Yes. Yes. So, so yes. not like they've been a smart team. We've been eating right. them up. We said Giannis a couple of seasons ago. We said, "Look, you're not that dude. You're not ready." And their coach right. made it out that one year. So yes. they, 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 mm, they're a KD it, miss away from not being in that championship game that one year. So I, you, I, you make a good I, point. I think Spolstra yeah. has. You you make a very good point because that's. What that's how they lost yesterday. The coach did not make the adjustments. We talked about that two years ago. Did not make the adjustments in one game and allowed Jimmy to go off. Double team him, make somebody else score. Miami is not a scoring team, but make somebody else score. If the dude is hot, scores five, ten, and I think it's time to put two on him and make him pass it out. Question was asked, Antonio Daniels on NBA uh, radio, he was asked, and, and I wanted to hear your opinion on this. He was asking Jay Will, did the Bucks show organizational arrogance by sitting Giannis out those two games before he played last night? And I had to think about that. I certainly wanted to hear your point uh, on organizational arrogance, thinking that they were better, maybe that they were better than what they thought, that they can afford to sit him out thinking that they would win all the other games that he would be in. Did you sense that, or do you have a, a, a take on that, or is it a non-issue, uh, organizational or arrogance in the Bucks' perspective? I, I, mm, I would mm, – that's like saying, do we think that Phoenix, uh, that, 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 that the Clippers would sit – Kawhi, I, I don't. I, I want to believe in the legitimacy of Giannis's back because we do know he's had some back challenges now, and I want to believe in his championship grit to say, "Coach, I can't play. I can't play." 
Because I like to believe if you're hurt versus injured, there's a difference, and that he knows that difference being a champion and an MVP caliber t- uh, person. So I would not want to say that because now we're saying we're questioning integrity of of him, that team. And I, and I you know, I don't care they're eight seed. That just like we're saying we're a seven seed. Um, I, I I don't want to even put that out there that they were so overconfident that they would just beat Miami without Giannis. Because, okay, after that first time they did beat them, they did get beat without them. Why would you put them in that second game? So I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't buy that one. Okay, okay. And you know what? Jay Will said the same thing. As a matter of fact, you sound like Jay Will's response. And so that's interesting you say that. Well, I have a, a slight different take only because of the, the one sample when he bent his knee almost backwards. You remember that? It was a couple. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Did he miss any time then? No. He no, didn't. he didn't. That was so, gruesome. We thought he destroyed it. Yes. Yes. So I believe they thought, and they thought they, I believe that they think that they are superior than Miami. That organizational arrogance did come into play, but you can say, no, we're going to rest him because it was so severe. It was back. Injuries are injuries. You, you mentioned Kawhi. You mentioned Giannis. But the one simple size that I do have, when Giannis bent that knee almost backwards, he came out to play. So is his back worse than that knee at this time? Or was he just hungrier? I don't know. Because once but, you get but, full, <laughs> once, it, once, once you get full, once you have been, you have sat at the table and you have eight, you're not hungry anymore, bro. But you got but you gotta but check this out. I could understand that they're up two games to oh, and they say we're gonna be arrogant. I could say we're up three games. That was only game one. They only had one game and they had home court. So okay, we're up one oh. He gets hurt the next game in the game two. We lose that game. Okay, now we're one one. Hey, let's sit. There's nothing that's been shown yeah. at that point to say we are the better team. So to say, let's sit him the next two games, and now you find yourself three. Mm, that's 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 tough, man. I don't think they've showed enough on tape within that series for them to make to say we're so, that better of a team. He got hurt in game one. They lost game one. He set out game two and three. So they so lost. They so the won. Bucks went down zero and one. Correct. Correct. And they played the next game without him and won in Milwaukee. Then they come to Miami and lose the next two. But he did play the the fourth game, and and they lost the fourth game. So they're down three one. Yeah, I wouldn't want to buy that one because now I'm down zero. Okay. That's like saying, did Morant lose, but did, did the Memphis Grizzlies, because they didn't have Morant play, did they, you know, uh, nah, man. I I, I I hear it. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I hear I can't buy it. Okay. Because I'm okay. not in a position of superiority to say, look, we're a better team. And we, and one thing we always talk about, it's four, it's a seven game series, four out of seven games. Every every game within that series has its own identity until you really take their uh, will. And so just like we've taken agree, Memphis's agree. will 
Um, you no, know, now there's the, the role reversal where I don't think the Bucks realize they're in that fight. Oh, they may came in saying we're number one overall guy that well, damn, we lost Giannis. Well, we lost that first game. Look, let's not take this team lightly, team. Giannis, we we're gonna sit you down for the next two days. Team, we need to go. And then you find yourself, why well, we won now we're one one. Okay. Giannis, are you good? Yeah, I'm still a little, you know what? We we gotta get home court back. Because now they're coming to Miami, they gotta get home court back. They're still not in a position of power to say, look, we can sit him comfortably. They still gotta come get home court back. They have not gotten right. home court back. So I can't even say they came in there arrogant after he got hurt. Okay. What? Okay. What you think? <laughs> uh, but sticking in the East, sticking in the East, we talk about teams finishing. Just this, just then, the the Boston Celtics just lost. Now they now they up three two. Oh, and there was not one of their stars. In. Oh, oh, Steve didn't want to mention just that. Our producer in. didn't want to mention that. <laughs> it's another two versus seven. This oh, wow. just in. Okay. Now they're okay. going back to Atlanta. It, it came okay. to 119, 116, like that. Yeah. So that's okay. the easy. I thought okay. that'd be wrapped okay. up. Sixers look great. Sixers look great. Take care of business. Uh, again, you know, Embiid, sprain, sprain knee. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not sure what they're saying when he'll be healthy, but these other teams, these other series being extended helps his case. But those are things that frighten me as we move forward are the injuries that will impact the quality of the playoffs and having to go through the, but it would have been different if I want AD stay healthy right. and B stay healthy, you know, KD, right. I mean, you know, Kawhi again, that, that's just a whole series for Phoenix and uh, the Clippers. Just not have a healthy Kawhi, no PG 13. Uh, you get a flashback of Russ. Great. It's just very unfortunate that, uh, you know, the Suns kind of walk through this first round. Right. Another series that I'm really interested in is the Sacramento Kings against the Golden, St- Golden State Warriors. Uh, they're 2-2 and more to come. So another reason why you're right. We want to be able to rest, let those other series go long so we can heal. And it's a long grind, 82 games and then a, a play-in game and then a a, the playoffs, so you got to win 16 in the playoffs to to be champion. No, we just want the rest and win one game at a time. We're on the road in Memphis tomorrow. Lakers over Memphis, I call it. We win in five. That's my call, but it won't go more than six. Well, we're at the end of the show already, my partner, and we have run this course. Um, My last take is DeMar Hamlin, uh, DB for the Bills. He's been cleared to play. If you guys don't know anything about DeMar Hamlin, he was the one person who died twice. Yes, you heard it. He died twice on the field. It just so happens that when he got hit, he was making a tackle, by the way. And the way the impact hit his heart at the wrong time, it stopped his heart from beating. So I talked about it on here. It's amazing that the medical staff were already prepared. Every game, they talk about having an AED 
the automatic defibrillator ready to go, emergency services and folks ready to go. At that time, they were prepared and they saved him and revived him twice. Twice. And he, just this past week, he's been cleared to play football. He saw three specialists and they said it was so rare to be hit with such force at the right time to have that happen that it should not happen again. I find that fascinating, remarkable. I'm also happy that, Damar, you're able to go back and play the game that you grew up to love, and you're going to be handsomely rich by it, but you also have an opportunity to spread health and wellness and love to others in the community and around the world, which you've already done, and before this happened to you, you were doing that. I salute you, Damar. I salute you. I salute the medical teams and everybody involved in your recovery and you coming back. I just want to say, brother, you keep going, keep doing it, and may God continue to bless you. And that's my final take. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's interesting. We did a full NBA story show, and even my last comment is football-related. Hey, Lamar Jackson, stop playing around, bro. Stop playing. We got your Odell now. <laughs> We got you, we got you, we got you a number one target. He wants to make it to the Pro Bowl. We need to help him get there. You need to get on the ball. Hey, Lamar, guess what? Jalen Hurst has closed off his deal. And guess what? It's not even close to that 250 uh, guarantee that Deshaun Watson got. The market's been regulated. Oh, guess what? Burrow just about to finish up his, did his extension. So stop playing, man. Stop playing. We have an offseason to prepare for. We have one of the best teams in this league. You're one of the best quarterbacks in this league. No one doubts how much you're worth. But be smart. You don't have a representative. You don't have an agent. You don't have any legal counsel to represent you. Find out who Jalen Hurts, my frat brother's uh, agent is, and link up with her. Because she's getting jokers paid. You playing around in the sandbox, we're going to have you behind. Uh, in the bench watching Tyler Huntley and anybody else that we pick up in this draft. Be smart. Be smart with your money. Be smart with your counsel. Be smart who's in your corner. You got o, you got Odell Beckham. You got J.K. Dobbins. You got you got the team already set up. You got your new offensive coordinator. They may not have put the money all in your pocket, but they put the money around the team to make sure you can make more money down the, down the stretch and staying healthy. So what you going to do? Don't say they didn't invest inside you. Don't say they did not invest in you. Got you a, 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 a primary, a WR1, a Pro Bowl running back, Jacob Dobbins, a proven offensive coordinator who will let you air it out. What more do you need? The, the decision's on you. And on that note, I say, look, team, we had a good time. Gave y'all bonus footage today because we feeling so much. <laughs> gave y'all the extra content. Lake extra Laker content for our Laker lovers and our Laker haters, surf it up and get some of that. Because guess what? We coming. We coming. And we ready. So on that note, I say good night, good night, good night, and check us out on our social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all of the above. We love in engaging with you all. We love the banter, and you know what? Take it to the house. I'm out. <laughs>